Welcome to the Entrepreneur Playbook Podcast. I am your host, Chris Wright, and this is your place to get strategies for success in business and in life. Now, let's get straight into the show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Entrepreneur Playbook Podcast. This is episode 58, uh, and I want to start off with an apology because I haven't posted a podcast for the last two weeks, uh, which is a freaking nightmare for me. It's the first time I've done that since starting the podcast, uh, but the reason for it, and this is what we're going to be diving into today, uh, is we going to take some lessons out of this, but the reason for it is because on Monday, the 21st of August, I actually snapped my Achilles a full-blown rupture like the Achilles was, you know, in pieces and I did it playing football. And, you know, what I wanted to do is just kind of dive in and tell you about what I've been up to over the last two weeks because actually there's a lot of lessons in here from this, you know, from this event happening. Uh, so I'm not quite entirely sure where we're going to go with it, but I hope there's going to be some lessons in here that I want to share with you uh, as we go forward. But there'll be some resources that I'll share with you and you'll be able to get those over at level10living.co.uk forward slash 58 where I'll be sharing all the show notes. And by the way, there's also a competition, a giveaway going away right now if you're listening to this right now. If you're listening to this in the future, hey, there might be something else going on, but if you're listening to this right now, uh, where are we? September 2017, there is a competition going on uh, right now to win a copy of the founder book. Uh, so make sure you head on over to the show notes over at level10living.co.uk forward slash 58 to enter. I mean, it's so easy to enter to get uh, a free copy of one of those. Anyway, let me dive straight in. So uh, Monday night, Monday, the 21st of August evening, playing football, uh, set, you know, done practice what I preach, set aside time to work, like and do the things that I enjoy. And about 40 minutes in, uh, I hear a gunshot. Like, honestly, it was so loud. Uh, thought someone had kicked me. <laughs> and they kind of, on my way to hitting the floor, like on my way to falling over, kind of looked around thinking someone had kicked me and was like, nope, there's, there's literally no one near me. Uh, and, you know, hit the deck and so a fair amount of pain, <laughs> it's fair to say. Uh, you know, after a few minutes, been, you know, got taken to A&E and they're like, yeah, that's, you know, don't need a, don't need a, any kind of x-ray or MRI or anything like that to, to tell you that is a full-blown rupture. My foot was just kind of dangling. <laughs> I wasn't really doing anything. Um, and after, so they put it in a cast, put me in a cast and off I went, right? It was like, uh, I think it was probably about midnight by the time I got the cast and et cetera. I think it was like 1 a.m. when I got home. And uh, then it was Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, we we went back in for a quote-unquote quick chat with the consultant. Uh, they did a an ultrasound on it. Uh, which if you haven't seen the picture of, again, I'll put the picture up on the show notes, but you can clearly see the nice solid uh, rupture. And he sits me down and he says, look, you're, you're going to, the recommended uh, protocol from here would be that you'd have surgery. And he, I was like, okay, fine. Let, yep, let's do it. And he was like, how do you feel about having surgery today? And like, I don't know if you've ever been through like a situation, like, it feels like quite a major decision like to make like in an instant and but I was like you know what okay and I was so I just confirmed I was like this is the the best course of action he was like yes I was like then okay let's do it and I think I got a bit lucky like I think there happened to be a gap in the list that day but you know he said let's let's do it let's go for it so he sent me straight down to day surgery luckily I hadn't eaten or drunk anything for a few hours uh, sent me straight down to day surgery I had a few hours uh, waiting down there 
And that was it. I think I, I went in for the appointment at like 10 o'clock. And by 5 o'clock, I was having surgery. Uh, and I was home by half eight in the evening. Right? Um, which was amazing. Like, actually, like for me, that was absolutely incredible. I was like, okay, right. I, you know, may as well go go and get this thing done if it needs to be done rather than going home, waiting two weeks for the surgery and then I'm two weeks behind in uh, recovery, etc. I was like, yeah, great, let's do it, let's go. So it was absolutely brilliant in that in that respect. Uh, however, that was now like two days out of my week for, you know, you know those of you that know me, those of you that um, follow me, like well, I'll tell you, like I, I keep a really strict, like here's what my day looks like, here's what I'm doing. Every kind of minute is accounted for, right? And to have two days wiped out in a second, like, and I'm like, crap, like, what am I going to do? And the thing is that there was, you know, there was loads of things that were going on at the time. Here, here let me just run through a few, right? So uh, two weeks ago, it happened. So a team member had just left. Uh, she'd gone to work or live, I should say, really, in Australia. Uh, and I was trans, which, by the way, is absolutely amazing, right? I was like, I was kind of super jealous. But she's gone to live in Australia, which is amazing. And I was transitioning in a new team member. Uh, one of the fitness trainers in my fitness business ju- had just handed in his notice. So I was just starting interviews to find a new trainer. I was working towards my goal of being a single figure golf handicapper. I had a golf holiday booked, which is coming up. Like if you listen to this, like I'm listening, going in like, well, fingers crossed, I'm going in like two days. Um, obviously not to play golf. Uh, the marketing agency was quietly launched and we were taking on new clients. Funnels with marketing funnels were being launched for level 10 for Chris Wright for the fitness business. I had to write content. I had to produce podcasts. Uh, I had to serve current clients, the ones that we already had, like for the marketing agency, right? And make sure they were getting the service that they expect. And and probably a whole host of other things too, which like I've either forgotten about or, um, you know, if I have forgotten about, I'll probably find out in about a week's time. But also, but like I had loads going on, right? There was loads there. And the, and I kind of sat down and I was like, crap, okay, what's the plan? Because, like, you picture this, like, A, I'm not very, like, people, again, people who know me know that sitting down doing nothing is not really my style. I just, I just get bored uh, doing nothing. And I feel like, I feel like, and this comes back to what Alex Charfin was talking about. If you, if, and if you haven't listened to that podcast, go and listen to it. But he talked about, like, entrepreneurs get really antsy, like, when they're not in, in a state of, like, momentum, a state of movement. And, and I feel like I'm, if I'm sat down doing nothing, I feel like I'm losing momentum. And then I get frustrated and I feel like I'm not going anywhere. I don't know if you get that feeling too. Like I can sit and read and you know, like if you, if I go on holiday, like generally if we're on, if we're on a beach holiday, I'll be there with a book like all the time. Uh, or if I'm at home and if I can't, I can sit, but I need to be like doing something. I'll be on my laptop or whatever. But sitting, doing, sitting, doing nothing. That's just not for me. And as I said, I plan my week out so I know what I'm doing. So when those two days got like wiped out, like I really struggled to catch up. And also, by the way, <laughs> if you've ever had a major injury uh, or surgery, it t- apparently takes it out of you quite a bit. Uh, and also, like, sleeping was a nightmare. Like, I've got this giant boot on, which means every time, like, I move, like, there's, like, a pain or it just puts me in an awkward position and I wake up. And it takes me freaking, like, with crutches. I don't, one, of the, the, one of my favorite, like, moments was, like, I made myself a cup of coffee. I'm in the kitchen, pour the coffee, and then I'm like, right, I've got my crutches, and then I'm like, crap, how do I... <laughs> How do I take this into the office? Right, I, can't, I couldn't. So I just kind of sat there in the kitchen sipping my coffee. Um, but like, like just doing anything takes ages. Oh, and I can't, I can't drive either. Right. So 
here I am. I've got tons to be catching up with, loads to be doing. Like, where do I start? And so I start playing catch up. I'm like just diving into my like to-do list, my can- looking at my calendar, going things that I need to catch up on with, like talking to clients, communicating with clients, being like, I'm really sorry. Like <laughs> major injury, major surgery. I like said I'd have it done for here, but ultimately it's going to be a, a day late or whatever. So, but it just felt like I was chasing my tail. Like, and again, I don't know if you've ever felt like this, uh, but essentially like the day after surgery, like most people, I guess would be like, like relaxing. I was in the gym interviewing new trainers with my leg in the air. <laughs> Probably not the most professional interview. Um, but hey, look, I needed to interview for a new trainer. I need to get them in. And look, I'm right now I'm talking about an event in my life, right? That's totally like sideswiped me, right? It just came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it. And, but, and I'm talking about this event, but I know that you've probably had events like this or, or that they will happen in the future, right? We all have events that mess up our routines and plans. Even if it's not like a major injury or something happening to a loved one, it could be like the kids, like, you know, coming home from school sick or whatever it is, right? There's always going to be something that can mess up your routine. And so there's definitely lessons in here somewhere that we can, that we, can we can learn from my injury. Come on, we can do this. Um, and I'm not willing to, I'm not willing for the lesson to be never to play football again. Uh, but it's definitely a while before I'll be doing that. So what is the lesson? Let's, let's dive in. Look, I was, I always talk about the being busy versus, versus being productive thing, right? You know, and if you really look at what you're doing, are you just being busy or are you being productive? And my problem at the time was I just had a whole bunch of people waiting on me to produce whether it was clients whatever it was um you know what one immediate lesson always have backup podcasts right like so i thought if i'd had two three four podcasts lined up this wouldn't have been an issue right i could have just chilled out wouldn't have missed two weeks of the podcast that have been there and i mean look at if i it, but essentially what happened was all the urgent stuff took over right i over the last two weeks, I haven't been focused on the truly, and I, I'm going to use the word important long-term things. And that's not to say that, you know, doing the work for clients isn't important. It absolutely is. But what I mean by those things, I'm looking at the growth of the business. Like, how am I going to grow the business? Like, the stuff for the clients is the stuff that's going to keep them happy. And yes, that's going to, you know, if I keep them happy, if it's theoretically, it's going to grow the business, right? Um, but that was urgent stuff. That was stuff that needed to be done now. Right, I'm talking about the long-term things that I was like, okay, the projects, the planning, the 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 diving into and going, what's the goals for the next three months? Those are the things that got forgotten about. Does that make sense? So have I like in the last two weeks, have I done a lot? Like hell yes, like absolutely, I've freaking crushed it. Like <laughs> like I I kind of give myself a gentle pat on the back and being like, look, I've been in a this ridiculous boot with crutches, and I've been like cranking out like content, cranking out marketing funnels for clients, etc. I haven't been focused on the growth of my businesses, right? I've really been treading water and staying still over the last two weeks, which isn't cool. And look, this was mainly the case because I was bringing, like I, think I mentioned a minute ago, like I was bringing on a new team member. We had one person leave and a new person coming on. And had it hap- had this injury happen in a few weeks' time, when they were fully up to speed, this wouldn't have been an issue because 90% of the work that I was catching up on, they would have been able to do. Right, but it didn't. It happened. It happened when it did, and these things happen, right? Um, so you know, used it as a chance to really take this person through like live training, if you like, working with them and making sure they they got up to speed asap. 
But let me ask you. Let's just take a moment back. Let's take a step back. Let me ask you. If something happened to you or someone close to you right now, which meant that you couldn't work for a few days or your hours that you were available for shortened each day, like, would your business suffer? If you couldn't work for two weeks, would your business suffer? If the answer is yes, then there's work to do. This is really the lesson that I'm taking out of this, right? If by me being out for two days, like I, like I suffered, the business suffered, uh, and I, that, that for me screams, okay, there's work that needs to be done. Because your business is there to support you. But if it can't work without you, then you are supporting your business. Let me, let me say that again because I cannot stress how important that is. Your business is there to support you. It's there to support your lifestyle, the things that you want to do. But if it can't work without you, then you are supporting your business. And this this injury has forced me, you know, it's only been two weeks, but this injury has forced me to take some time and, and really look at the plans for the team that I want to build around me. The sales systems are in place. The marketing systems are in place. Like, where am I losing time? Where am I losing energy? What's What can I cut out? And the biggest focus for me is really on the team because like having, you know, with the fitness business, the, you know, the, the best thing was building that great, amazing team and having them, you know, like control and grow the business as they go. And I looked at, I've just, you know, I look back at all the tasks I was doing and while I was kind of playing catch up and I asked myself, like, could, what of those tasks could someone else do? And ultimately, this this is genuinely what I think you should ask yourself. Like, don't wait for a don't wait for an injury to do this. Like, look at your diary. Look at all the things that you're doing on a day to day basis, and ask yourself, what could someone else do? Could someone else do any of that work? And ultimately, there's always something that I can pass off. There's always something that I'm like, yeah, someone else could do that. Now, for me, unfortunately, because of the transition to the new team member. I'd had to come back and serve some clients, which you know I don't I don't mind. It's quite it's quite enjoyable, but ultimately most of what I was doing could have been done by this the new person had they been fully trained, right? They just weren't up to speed. Yeah, they don't just come on. It's not absolutely not their fault. It's just that's the stage of where the business was at, right? But it highlighted the importance of making sure like you've got people who are excited and ready to go to work. Like he came on and he was like, "Boom, okay." Like as soon as I texted him, being like, "Dude, I'm in A and E." And, and, and from that point, like he was like, okay, w- w- what can I do? How can I do it? Like, and just dive straight in. And, you know, you you can have people around you that are like, okay, they're not going to go above and beyond and support you in that moment. Or they're going to be like, I'm, I'm all in. Like, and this dude was like, right, I'm ready to go. Right. It, it was, it was amazing. So it really highlights the importance of having people around you who are like excited, who are ready to go to work for you, who are ready to like get involved and get stuck in. And really, like, there's a book which I recommend to everybody. And if you haven't read it, then you need to go and read it, like, right now. It's called The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And when I mean right now, I mean, if you haven't read it, like, go and log on to Amazon on your phone right now and go and get it. Like, obviously, if you're driving, don't do it. Do it later. But, like, go and get it. The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. And, by the way, as I said earlier, all the links will be up at the show notes. So, if you are listening to this and you want to remember it, just go head on over to level10living.co.uk forward slash 58 and it will all the links will be on there. And and really when I talk about like building a team, I know that freaks people out because they and often it will often it freaks people out because their biggest fear, right, is like how to bring on new staff. Like are these new staff going to care as much as they do? Like all these different questions. 
And one of the biggest things that come up with is they say they can't afford a team. And it's kind of like a yes and no situation to this, right? Sometimes I'll look at the business and I'll be like, yeah, you're right. The way you've got your business, your products, your services, like it's not set up to support a team. But lots of people, they're just being a bit short-sighted. And they're like, and actually by bringing on someone would actually allow them to grow their business even further and allow them to get more out of it. Does that make sense? So look, even if you are in a position where your business isn't able to, isn't able to afford a team right now, it's not to say that you couldn't. And actually most of the time bringing on a team member, as long as it's the right person, you understand what their role is. Like they should be bringing in more revenue than what you're paying them, right? And this is where we're going to get onto your I think this is, there's another lesson here. This is your job as a leader, right? My job as leader of my business is like, what, what is that role of the leader? And really like your, your role is to grow the business, is to build the business. You need to be focused on the activities that are going to grow the business, right? And you need to find people, this is again, part of your job as a leader to find people who love what you're doing, who want to be a part of that journey, who really want to help you do what you do. Right, like your main, like the main lesson is this: build your business to run without you. Yet, yeah, like, and I don't mean like that. You can be the attractive character, right? The person who's on the on the Facebook lives, the person who's doing all the content, right? But behind the scenes, it needs to be able to work without you. Like, even if you just want to be able to take a holiday, right? If you want to be able to escape for two weeks. Right, you need a team there to be able to keep the business going while you're not there. So let me repeat that again, right? The number one thing you need to be looking at is how to build your business so it runs without you. I think that is just that's the key. Like I think that's the key lesson here, right? So you're going to be focused on how to you're going to be focused on growing the business. That's your job as the leader and finding the right people to get on board of that journey. Okay, those are the main lessons, but by the way, I just want to share something with you. Uh, everyone like you all know by now like I do my absolute utmost to make the best out of every situation <laughs> a bit like I'll always find a positive right like I kind of I feel like I have to do that like I always want to look for the positive in any situation and uh, the other day so one of the biggest problems that I'm finding is that I can't drive right so uh, lots of you actually lots of you may not know but lots of my friends always take the uh, the mick out of me that I have a like a love of uber Right. In fact, it was mentioned in my the best man speech at my wedding, uh, talking about how much I use Uber. And so that's no secret. But the other day, I you know because I can't drive, I had to you know go on Uber to go and sit to go and meet a client or a potential client, and just having a chat with the driver. And yes, I'm that person that chats with the driver. Uh, so I'm chatting away, and I discover that he has a family restaurant, and they need they were you know they're struggling a little bit. They just needed to get some new customers in through the door. And then after we've chatted about him, he turns and asks me, he goes, he goes, what do you do? I said, I help small businesses get more customers. And like no word of a lie, he looked at me and he burst out laughing, and he and he was like, that's hilarious. And he's like, and then what he does is he goes, he invites me to his restaurant next week to see if I can help him out. Right. See if I can help his family grow, grow their restaurant. Right. Like that would that conversation wouldn't have happened had I not got this injury. Right. Like I wouldn't have been in that Uber. I wouldn't have it like I just wouldn't have been in that situation. And, you know, yes, that might not lead to anything long term. But hey, like that, <laughs> like you've got to be aware, like you've got to make the best of every situation. Right. 
So let's come back round. And I'm sure there's other things that have happened that I just haven't really paid attention to, right, because of the uh, because of the injury. But uh, look, let's let's go let's go back round to the lessons that I've hopefully that I've shared and you've picked up on through this through my my pain of breaking or snapping my Achilles. But look, uh, take a look at your business and ask yourself, could it run without you? And if the answer is no, it's time to dive in and start planning how to build it so that it can. Uh, and honestly, The E-Myth uh, by Michael Gerber is a great book that will help you do that. Uh, and I highly recommend you go and do that. And yeah, really, look, that's what you need to go do. Like, how does the how's the business going to work without you? How would it work without you? What can you, who do you need to bring on board? So many questions to ask, but like, <laughs> like I've been talking for long enough, right? So uh, I'm going to let you guys crack on with the rest of your day. It, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that's been useful. Uh, and I'm excited to be back on track with the uh, with the podcast. Okay, all the best. Catch you later. Thanks so much for tuning in and listening to the Entrepreneur Playbook podcast. I hope you are loving it. If you'd like to come and hang out with other entrepreneurs, other business owners in our Facebook group, then just head on over to level10living.co.uk forward slash playbook and that will take you straight to our Facebook group. And if you really want to take your business to that next level, if you want to build an audience of people who absolutely love you who are raving fans and buy everything that you put out then you're going to need to get russell brunson's new book expert secrets and you can get a free copy just by going to level10living.co.uk forward slash expert that's e-x-p-e-r-t and go and grab your free copy right now you're gonna love it and if you're loving the show and getting value from it, then what I would love for you to do is head on over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. In fact, whatever you listen on, leave me a rating and review and that would mean the world to me. So thank you for everyone who does that. And also make sure that you never miss an episode again. Make sure that you subscribe to the show uh, wherever you are listening to it. And remember, in the words of Marian Williamson, playing small does not serve the world. And so for me, that means leveling up in all areas of our lives. All the best. Bye.